most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw in Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Terry Foster and Jimmy King. Tom Mazaway in our studios here in Farmington. Been a while, T. Foss. How are you, man? Been all right, man. We got we got to get clearance in the in the club. I'm telling you, maybe yep. he's got a shot. I told him he's got to he's got to throw his hat in the ring, and uh, you, maybe you I, could put I the word in for him. I maybe. did, I did yeah. a few years ago, and they're like, mm-hmm, he's all right. I said, come on, dude. Dude's got personality. He's terrific. They let him put him in the club. Yeah. Absolutely. And the club we're talking about yep. is the uh, Sports Radio Club, which is uh, taking on a new look these days, I think, all over the country. And as last week we told you, WDFN is history, no longer a sports station. It is the Black Information Network alongside uh, Clear Channel's maybe six or seven other stations across the country. And now we're hearing rumblings from Terry's old station and mine, 97.1. I was one of the originals there, along with T. Foss. T. Foss lasted a long time, though. Him and Mike Valeni, and uh, I've been reading people saying, "T, you got to get back out there. You got to get back out there." But you took that, you took that golden handshake, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I did <laughs> take the golden handshake. Uh, I was sick, so if yeah. they're gonna pay me, I'm taking it. So uh, basically, I can't go back there and work because I, you know, I took the buyout, which is fine because I didn't want to do it anyway anymore. Uh, but the, you know, the the funny thing is is I'm banned from the station. Like, I can't go on the station because I keep hearing, that, you know, every now and then people say, why don't you go on Mike's show and do this? Why don't you do that? I'm not allowed to. You can't even, like, you know, go on once in a while? What, what's what's the harm? I, I don't know what the harm is, but uh, I talked to someone over there, and management is afraid that I'll go on their air and trash the station. Which is ridiculous. Of it's course. something I would never do. No. It's something I wouldn't even think about doing because I had a good time there. I have good yeah. friends there. They were good to me. I got sick. So we don't trash I, we don't I, trash I, anything. I mean we we, we you know, we're not we're not haters, man. We're not, we're not that kind of I people. Know. I haven't even trashed it on here. So no. why would I go on there and trash it? So hey, I'm not... if that's true, that's ridiculous. I'm not sure, but I think Jimmy King is going to join us here. I don't see his face up there yet. Have you seen? Have you heard from Jimmy King? You know what? I text him. Let me see if I've heard from him. <laughs> we don't know if Jimmy's making his own show here, but uh, we're going to find be. out about it. Or he, he might be the, the, the guy going to the club. Yeah, maybe he's in the club, but he's got to show up if he's going to be in the club. Uh, he didn't text me back, so he must, be, he must be going over to the club. Hey, we'll see. We'll see if but Jimmy you know, King joins us here. I, hey. I'm not- there's going to be an addition to the club because uh, I think Tony Paul either wrote or tweeted that uh, they're asking people for pay cuts so they don't have to lay folks off. So I don't know if they're going to add anybody else if they're talking about laying off people. Well, we can only we can only hope. We can only hope. Now you have a question on here uh, on your rundown here. Go ahead, read it. I believe Detroit cannot support all sports yeah. stations. Yes, and. Uh, I, look, Maz, you know, love you and everything. But when you're at 105.1 yeah. and you guys start talking about we're talking all sports all the time, I'm like, that's their death nail. Um, you can't support all sports in Detroit. 
unless you're willing to get a two or three share, there's not enough passionate sports fans. I think you do have to talk about more things in sports. You have to talk politics, which pisses people off. You have to talk current events, uh, best burgers, best pizza. What kind of day is it? You got to talk about your kids. And if, if, because if, our goal when we were at 97 1, we're different than at the fan. When I was at the fan, here's what they said We want to be as high as possible for men 25 to 54. Then you go to 97 1, they said, No, no, no. We want people 12 plus. You got to be number one in people 12 plus. That's a lot of pressure. So you can't just talk sports if you have those parameters and well, and 105 one starts saying we're only going to talk sports i saw you poor kids you're dead and look what happened to 105 one what did they do what did well, you think was going to happen when they went to the bounce what do you, you mean laugh, didn't you when 105 went all sports i didn't laugh bounce, i cried okay you cried because i lost my job, job but, yeah you're right but you secretly had oh this is not going to work and no, their ratings I, are going crazy. I didn't say that. I say it's so cheap. You can put any music station on on 105.1. It's cheap to run a music station. So, but did you think the TV is going to take off like that? I really don't know. I didn't pay attention, to be honest with you, Terry. And I was you're just, probably mourning your, your I'm job. Still, I understand Yeah, that. I'm still mourning. I'm still mourning because I believe that station could have made it. We had Drew Lane. Uh, look at his podcast number. You know, it's it's unbelievable. Number one here in Detroit by a long shot, and then what he's doing nationally is amazing. We had him in the afternoons. Mike Valeni was number one. We were number three in the afternoons until they made Drew go off his spiel and say, "Just talk sports, just talk sports," and it, and it took him out of his mojo, and and it kind of right. wrecked the station from there. And they don't, don't forget, they put all their eggs in the basket to get the Tigers and the Red Wings, and when that didn't happen. They had nothing, and they crapped you know out. Who else they, tried to get? they tried to get me and Mike. They hired me and Mike to come over and do afternoons. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody knows that. This is a exclusive for you, there, brother. But we met at the uh, what's the hotel right on um, the lodge in Southfield. Okay, the Radisson. Okay, we met in the, at the Radisson Hotel in Southfield. They're trying to talk Mike and I into going over to 105.1 to do afternoons. Um, you know, they're going to pay us more than we got at right. 97.1. But um, it, it just didn't sound right. It, sound, it sounded like they weren't really committed. They were, uh, we were a last-ditch thing. If we didn't work, then they were, they were just going to say, forget it, we're done. And I could kind of tell that. And so we thought that was not a good move. To make to go from 97.1 to 105.1 because I, I didn't see the commitment there long term when we were talking to them. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Okay. You know, Greater Media was a was a really good radio company, a privately owned, family owned company. They were really terrific. And uh, when the higher ups, well, I think the father passed away, uh, and the kids mm -hmm. really didn't want the station anymore, and that's when it went up for sale. And you can't sell a station that's paying all these radio people, these sports people. We all get paid. Talent gets paid. Producers, engineers. It costs money to run a sports station. It very, it costs very, it costs a lot less to run a music station. So obviously they got rid of our sports. They put on the what they have now, and and they sold the station to uh, whoever has them now. It's Beasley. Right. You know, um, everybody's been writing about 
how sad they are to see WDFN go. I was not sad because DFN to me has been gone for years. Well, yeah, we know that. Saddest day for me was they brought us all downtown into the garage or as the British say, the garage or whatever they say. But (laughs) we went in there. We didn't we had no idea why they were calling the meeting. Some people knew I didn't. We went in there and watched our friends go into this office and come out crying. They fired 70 percent of the staff. Yeah that day this was like uh 10 years ago man i was devastated then that's when i knew wdfn was never going to be the same so i was so sorry here here is hey jimmy do you get the call for 97 one to go and uh, do a talk show over there you're gonna be in the club jimmy you gonna be in the, yeah you can't you hear you jim. brother hey jim unmute your unmute, unmute your mic jimmy jimmy's talking unmute your mic jimmy unmute Talk to me now, Jim. Can y'all hear me? Now we can, can hear, hear you. Me? Now we can yeah. hear you. Yeah, he, he always does well, that now. What's up, fellas? What I, what I hear is like um, akin to like what sports figures go through. <clears throat> when, <clears throat> when people tell them they should just focus on their job and don't have any other interests outside of that, you should just – and I know that this is, you know, the job dictating what you talk about, but, again, it's taking people out of their natural – abilities and out of their quote-unquote mojo. So um, it's similar to uh, basketball, football, or baseball players or athletes when you try to tell them don't do anything of interest outside of that sport. You're taking away the essence of who they are. So, yeah, I get it. You know, you sign sign your own fate, your own deal when you pigeonhole yourself, when you think you're just going to focus on uh, one thing that's I think that only works in specific uh, businesses, but not in the sports world. Yeah, you know what? But I get the same thing that you get in the sports world. I know, Jimmy, a lot of times, you know, it's for you just shut up and dribble the basketball. For me, um, I am a United States citizen. I vote. Uh, I pay taxes. I go grocery shop. I do a lot of things. But people just tell me, shut up and just talk sports. Even though I'm not even on the air anymore, just shut up. Because I don't know anything else. I'm an ignoramus because I'm a sports guy. But, you know, a dentist can go on there and talk politics. A dentist can go on there and talk about how pissed off he is about high taxes. But I'm not allowed to because I'm a sports guy. It makes absolutely no sense. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that people put you yeah, people oh, put you it. in. Um, yeah, they put you in a category where you're just like, okay, just because you do this one profession, you can't have an opinion on another, and that's I think that's where uh, people get intimidated in politics, or um, <clears throat> you know, when they hear or people tell them, you know, they or they hear a, a whole lot of different viewpoints, and then they get inundated with all this information, and then they're afraid to form their own opinion. It's the same thing. It's just a lot of information. Um, we're not sure if it's quote unquote fake news or if it's real or not. So, you know, you got people who are willing to tell you what to think, but aren't willing to be independent thinkers themselves and stand on their own independent thoughts, which is kind of ironical. I think that's a new word. It's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we can invent words if we want, but Jimmy, you still avoid the question. <laughs> Are you going to be in the club? I mean, you're very political today. Are you, are you in the club or not? 
What club are you talking about specifically? Ninety-seven-one FM. You going over well, there? I mean, what club? Show? I'm not, I'm not, I never was in the club, so I, I guess that's I'm, why I'm, I ducked the question. I never was in the club. I know, but he's asking you because ninety-seven-one is looking for an African-American host. That's what we're hearing through the grapevine. So Terry's already <laughs> barred from there. I'm too light, and you are right on your game, if man. Terry, so he's- if, my partner, if my partner Terry Foster is barred from there, that means that Jimmy King is also barred from that same place. I ride with my partner all day long. 97-1, kick rocks. There you go, Terry. We're already connected. I love that. That's good, man. I like seeing that camaraderie out of you two guys. It's King I feel like and- Jalen Rose, Chris Weber now, man. Good. good. <laughs> it's already a done deal. Already done. I talked to him this week. Both of them. You'll be you'll be happy. Hey, what's okay, up? What's you, up man. with Jalen, by the way? Is he getting a new show on radio? What's going on with that ESPN radio? Um, actually I should hear from him today. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know what what the situation is, um, what we discussed is me coming on the show uh, so that we could talk about our show um, tomorrow. So I haven't heard from him yet. All right. I'll ask him, I'll ask him when I speak to him today. Ask him if he'll join yeah, our yeah. show for a, for an episode. It's only 20 minutes. Yeah, you guys know what it is. It's a, it's a trade-off. You know I'm going to get my brother on here. All right. That's good. That's good. When we go and, then, and then you can ask him the question yourself. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no problem. We'll be more than happy to do that. So, uh, no 97.1 for Jimmy. Uh, Clarence Black, we got to get him. We got to get him at least an interview. Absolutely. I don't think they're going to hire a minority voice Um, because I, I think they're in the cutback mode. CBS Radio doesn't own them anymore, they have more money. Uh, Intercom now owns 97.1, and and uh, they're not making money. They're laying people off. So I don't think they're going to do it. It's a nice rumor. I wish they would. It would be important. But uh, these companies are all about making that money, making that bread. That's why, that's why WDFN never wanted to challenge 97.1 because they'd have to spend money. They'd have to go to right. FM, which they didn't want to do. They'd have to hire more uh, hosts because they laid everybody off. They didn't want to do that. Um, so they said, you know, we're going to take the easy way out. We're going to have syndicated shows. We don't care if, if our ratings sink to a one point. We're going to try to make some money or not lose as much money. So they didn't want to compete with 97.1 because if you wanted to compete with 97.1, you had to spend money. And these media companies are losing so much money. They don't want to take on extra uh, expenditures right now. So that wasn't going to happen. And Maz, I know you, you love 105.1. I did. I did. I'm sad that... Uh, I, I, think, I think they wanted to compete but didn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, we didn't have uh, the right leadership or uh, deep enough pockets, I guess. So that's just what it comes down to. And I know Detroit... Why didn't you take over? Why didn't I, you take over? Well, if they would have offered it to me, I, I would. I, I was like the second guy there in charge. Not in. I, I was like, you, you should have taken it. He said, "Hey, I'm taking over this because y'all don't know what you talk about. I'm Tom Mazaway, yeah. Damn it! I think it was too late by then, Terry. You know, they had uh, once they lost the Tigers and the Red Wings, it was kind of like it was curtains. Uh, you know, we saw the writing on the wall. 
it's been it's been what since uh, 2016. So it's been four years. Like almost almost last week was the anniversary of uh, us all getting canned in the conference room. Four. We heard about uh oh we they're gonna they're gonna switch it over as soon as the six o'clock show was over. They put on this music out of the blue, and we're like, uh oh, there's music on. And you know what I hate the most about this? And I've been to a couple of these. It's when everyone disappeared that day early. All the promotion people were gone. The salespeople were gone. It was like I was in a I was at my own funeral. I'm like, man, this this place this place is not smelling good right now. And then as the day as the hours went on, we all got invited back for a six o'clock meeting. And, you know, it sucks because everyone else knew. That we were getting canned, we were the only one. We were the last ones to know, which really sucks. To when when a, when a, cha- a station changes formats, and 105.1s change formats quite a number of times. Here, here's the thing about uh, radio. Uh, they they bring in the room. We're going in a different direction. Nothing yep. personal. It's not you. We're just going in a different direction, and then you out. See ya. Um, Radio, the media right now is as cutthroat as it's ever been. Um, I tell this story. Uh, the San Jose Mercury News used to have 450 editorial employees. <coughs> now they've got 43. Wow. So that shows you what direction our business is going in. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just rough right now. That's why we see bloggers and podcasts and all kinds of stuff, things out of people's basement, because... We have the technology to do it, but we don't have the foresight and the money to back it all up and to come up with a great product. Well, look at ESPN, what they're doing. They've basically got rid of 75% of their staff and all the people behind the scenes, and they bring in cheaper talent. That's just the way it is in this business. It's a it's a tough business. I remember when I, when I got into business in 1996, I saw a couple of guys – leave the building when I was coming in, you know, so it's, it sucks. It's, it's like, it's, it's cyclical when it's your turn. It's, I guess it's your turn. There's a few in the club that don't get touched. That's the key. If you can get in that little club, you're okay for your life. I used to be, I've, I not, well, it's, I'm done now, but I never got fired at newspaper or radio. Uh, I got bought out, but that's nice. Uh, you know, which is good for me, but you know, everybody in that business at some point is going to get bought out. If you're young, you're okay. Once you start making money and you yep. get into your fifties, then there's time looking at you like, eh, we can get rid of this <laughs> pretty quickly. Mads, if you were 22, if you were 22 yeah. right now, I was never 22. You, yes, you were. Stop it. You were a young man with, Long flowing hair. No, you had a six pack. Don't don't give me that stuff. W- would you do it again? Would you do it right now? Would you get back into radio if you were twenty two years old right now? Yes, I would. Okay, I love it that much. I love right. it. I love it that much. And you know, when I first started at WJR in nineteen ninety six, uh, by nineteen ninety eight, I had made a good record. You know, I made a good showing of myself. So ESPN Radio called me and because ABC and ESPN were together, ABC owned WJR at the time. So they invited me. They flew me down to Bristol, Connecticut, here from Detroit to interview. And I got the job as the Dan Patrick uh, 
executive producer. I was going to be the executive producer of the Dan Patrick show. And then they told me what I was going to get paid. And I told them, I can't move back east for that kind of money. My wife was already working here. She was established. You know, she was a teacher. For us to move to New Jersey, to, to, to Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and to live on that money they wanted to give me, I wouldn't have worked. So I said, thank you. It was a great experience, blah, blah, blah. I came back home here to Detroit, worked at JR, and Kathy and I decided we're going to buy our first house. So we buy our house. And, and within that two-week period, we put money down on the house. I swear to God. Two days later, they called me back and upped the salary, which would have been okay. I would have been fine to go east. And I said, it's too late. I already did this. And... I'll never know what could have happened. I still have it in my head. I'll never know what could have happened if I took that job. Because look at Dan Patrick. That Dan Patrick show, you know, he's got his same guys on. Since I could have been one of the Danettes for crying out loud. That would have been awesome. You know what? But that show sucks, man. I'm sorry. I don't it's, care. I, I can't, I can't I don't stand care. that show. I Who cares? Yeah, I know you wouldn't care. You would have made it better. I would have. So... I love listening to y'all. I love listening to you guys talking about your melancholy days and how <laughs> the the radio and and, and and your time and what you would have done and if you would have took this opportunity yep. again. It sounds just like a pro athlete trying to make yep. a decision when you got away your family and yep. buying a home and uprooting and you just move and You're right, there's yeah. people in the office that you, you know, you you may or may not like, but you know you got to work with it, deal with it. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's why I'm sitting here just uh, scratching my chin like, wow, uh, it's just life. It is. Life. We can't explain it. What industry you're in, you got to uh, make decisions based on your situation. Listen, I could have got a job in radio anywhere else in the country probably if I wanted it. I have know a lot of people around the country, but I did not want to do this to my family. Move them around because all you got to do is run into one program director that doesn't like you, and all of a sudden you're out on your ass, and we moved here. I have a friend that's moved to like eight cities to stay in radio. He's divorced. His kids, you know, he sees his kids very rarely. He's paying out his ass to his wife, and he's trying to live in San Francisco, and it's 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 terrible. So I made the decision to stay here and and try to gut it out and, you know, pray that someone would hire me. You made here the and- right choice, Maz. You made the right choice to be there with your family. That's what's wrong with society today. They choose their jobs over their families. And we need more men like you to step up and stay with their families. Thanks, Jimmy. I take a lot of, <laughs> I, I take a lot you, of pain. I got a lot of pain in me, in my soul. That's all right, man. That's all right. You, you, got, you, got, you got your rewards coming later, man. I got Trust my kids. Me, kid. My kids. My kids are my rewards. I really mean that. As corny as it sounds. As your as your career in radio, you in Detroit radio. Say it again. Say it again. Has your career in Detroit radio been fulfilling for you? It's been very fulfilling. I just wish it was still, you know, a hundred percent out there. I wish I was still every single day working hard and coming up with ideas and having fun with my guys. I mean. I wish we could do this every single day and do it for three hours a day. And I just, I just love it. I love sports. I love life so much that I just want to, I just want to have fun, man. I never want to work in a job where it's a job. That's just not me. It's, it's not me. Bam. 
Love that passion, man. That's preach, man. I'm with you, my brother. I'm going broke, Nobody though. That's the problem. Yeah. Labor. You know what the root word career is? Career. The root word career means, a, I mean, not no, career. It means um, <clears throat> uh, to go to war. So basically, career is to go to war. So if you're not willing to get, get up and go to war, um, then you're not willing to have a career. But you can't have a career doing something that you love because you're willing to go to war for that. So that's a difference. Man, that's Jim. Mass you know, has been a yard dog because, you know, he's been <laughs> everywhere. He worked for every state. There's nothing wrong everybody. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, uh, you'll say, uh, where's Maz? Oh, he's at um, he's at WGR. Oh, no, no. He left there two years ago. He's uh, over here and at WRF or uh, 105.1. He's just been all over the place. He's just a yard dog, just like a gypsy. He's all over the place. I'm trying, right, man. Hey, I tried, man. From the get-go, you know, my career started in Detroit with Mitch Album on WJR, and I never left the city of Detroit. I've I've been here for my whole radio career. That's pretty good. That is. We're probably, oh, yeah, Mitch Album, he had uh, Stoney over there, you. Anybody else we know? Ken Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, downtown. You know what Ken Brown does? What? Ken Brown he's a comedian. Has, he's a comedian, but here's the other thing he does. He crashes... Cast Tech uh, party. <laughs> That's what he does for a living. I love it. Ken Brown. Ken. Kenny. He's my man. Kenny. And he loves the Lions Kenny. as much as me, by the way. He's he's one of those. I know. Mm. Hey, guys, stick around. We got more coming up. I want to talk to Terry about what's going on at his daughter's alma mater, Stanford. When we come back, oh, yeah. wait till you hear what Stanford is doing in college football, college sports, Jimmy. They're not the same anymore. When we come back, we're going to talk about this. Thanks to David and Angel in the back. It's King and Foster, Terry Foster, Jimmy King, Tom Mazaway on NRM Streamcast. <laughs> 